So you know, this episode is part of a 10-ish message series commemorating the 10-year anniversary of when I first started my business back in the spring of 2013. Each message features a lesson or a story or something worth noting, a theme worth anchoring in from that particular year. Some are more life-focused, some are more business-focused, some cover lots of time, some cover very specific moments of time, and there's absolutely crossover because time travel is a thing in this retrospective mode where hindsight's 2023. Know that I would genuinely love to hear your feedback, any insights or questions that come up as you're listening, and I'm absolutely open to requests for future episodes to go deeper on any specifics that you'd love to hear more about. Just take a screenshot and tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown as you're listening, or hit the link in the comment box in the show notes and let me know. All right, here we go. An alternate title for 2018 could have been Houston, we have a problem, <laughs> but instead I'm going to go with home sweet homeroom and focus on what was working and what served and gave me energy because, and there's multiple levels to home and sweet homeroom here because 2017 is when we moved from Hawaii to Texas. And as I mentioned in the 2017 episode, we were greeted with Hurricane Harvey and thankfully we didn't flood, but so many of our neighbors and community members did. And it was just kind of a collective shared traumatic experience. Obviously, the community was devastated in so many ways and also united in many beautiful ways and all that comes with that. But even then, like our own personal family unit was going through major transitions because my husband had been gone for like 80% of the four years prior to that. And then here we are both home full time. And I was like, yeah, business. I got it. Sure. I'll be our main breadwinner. And we had saved up a lot in the years, even before I started my business, we had saved up a lot. Um, so we were financially fine and comfortable because of the decisions and choices that we made in the years leading up to this point. So it wasn't like a huge legit financial pressure, but I was putting a lot on myself because I'm like, I'm the one who sold us on this idea of getting out and completely changing our lifestyle. And there's so many things that I could share about that, that I will in, in some future episodes and especially in the Naptime Empire's book, especially with this 2023 hindsight. But the all you need to know for this episode is that it was a big challenge on many levels, even physically. I, I wasn't quite at adrenal fatigue, but adrenal exhaustion was a thing. My body just felt like it was in slow-mo, like I'm Googling depression. This Is this depression? I don't know. Is it technically? Sure. It wasn't technically clinically diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure that in these years I was experiencing it in, in waves. Um, it was just a lot, the transition. And I felt like I couldn't do anything. I, there were times when I was like, just watching my husband do all of these things that were physical care tasks for our kids or for our home, where I just felt like all I could do was stay in bed, daytime, bedtime. Like I just couldn't get up and go and do the way that I had been used to doing when I was solo. Like when I was solo parent, go, go, go. If it is to be, it's up to me, that kind of thinking and operating. And if you're a primary parent, then you know, especially if your spouse or co-parent travels a lot for work and it's on you, it's a lot. And I feel like this, and I might've talked about this in the Naptime Empires episode before, because sometimes when my husband would be gone for a few weeks, then he'd come home. It's like my body would downshift and I would get a cold. It's like, now I can be vulnerable. Now I can release, you know, now I can just, 
and take the pressure off. I couldn't, couldn't do that when I'm solo parenting and trying to do all the things and have all the irons in the fire and whatever. But now that I, my other grown up is here, you know, I can shut it down, but it was like a meta version of that. It wasn't just like, oh, he's gone for a few weeks. It's like, okay, that was years. And now we're here. And I was really, really tough on myself in this season because I was like, you said you had this you were supposed to be blowing and going and, and just taking off in business more than ever now. And it was the exact opposite. So as much as I loved creating the offers, like 2017, the trimester of Austin that I told you about and letting life take center stage, then it was like, oh no, but really, actually there's a lot more to this transition than I first expected. Physically, even just like, geographically, I wasn't anticipating the transition and the challenge of being in Hawaii and feeling kind of insulated and safe in that bubble to being in Texas and the climate that we're in. Like there were just so many elements I wasn't anticipating or thinking through of just physically not feeling safe in our own location. And anyway, so that's kind of a sidebar, but it just sets the scene that I just wasn't mentally or physically feeling like myself. I wasn't mentally or physically feeling safe there. And I wasn't sure, am I just making this up? Is this paranoia? Like what's going on? So I'm trying all my different tools and the EFT and discovered the Demartini method and all of these things to try to work through whatever was going on. Functional medicine, taking the supplements to try to help with my hormones, all of these things and doubting myself. And can I even, what do I even blah, blah, blah. This is a familiar song and dance that started creeping in, you know, 2016-ish. And I'm calling this one Home Sweet Homeroom because as spinny as I felt in 2018, in the beginning of 2018, well, I had the opportunity not just to visit Hawaii that summer, which was a beautiful homecoming back on the other side of the rainbow with full, or at least a fuller appreciation of what it meant to me, even like I said, at a cellular vibrational level, I was able to revisit Hawaii and go with friends, but then also to go to Oahu for myself for a few days. And that was a beautiful experience. And then being able to go to Alaska in that same summer with my family for this bucket list trip, which was like so amazing and also exhausting because Deacon was still toddler mode and diapers and all of that. It was like, such contrast kind of similar to 2016 Vegas with a baby you know where it's like the ups and the downs and the ups and the downs and we're traveling and part of me is like oh I'm still here and then I get home and I'm like who am I it's this identity crisis of the creative cul-de-sac and so I'm calling it home sweet homeroom because in that fall back to school season love back to school season I created an offer called homeroom which was similar to the trimester of awesome in that it wasn't about content it wasn't about I'm sharing information from my brain to yours, but it was like, I'm creating an environment in which we can connect, share notes, I can support in whatever way. And so we were doing, it was part co-working and part coaching and it was bi-weekly, but it was for the whole school year, which at the time, I mean, that was like the longest term offer that I had ever created. And it was an anger point for me. Anchor, not anger. I think it sounded like I said anger, <laughs> but it was an anchor point for me to be able to commit to showing up for other people because I was feeling disoriented and spinny and I wasn't like hiding this from them either. I was very honest about what was happening in my life and getting my bearings there and stuff, but I knew enough to know 
I can still show up and help people. I have all this experience and perspective, and I know sometimes the value is truly in bubble wrapping time to sit down long enough to hear yourself think, and I know that for sure. So I decided I'm going to show up. I'm going to commit for the whole school year to show up every other week and to have this time with my clients to be able to show up and be like, I'm here. How can I support you? And I want to tell you, if you haven't ever really considered the value that you get from being of service to other people, consider it, put it in your heart in an intense gratitude so that you never forget. Because it's something that when we're in an introspective phase and we're kind of discombobulated going through a bit of an identity shift, it's easy to forget that actually showing up for other people and taking the focus off of yourself and putting it on other people can actually be the most healing air quotes work that there is. Cause you can actually overdose on introspection. Trust me, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. There's only like so many rocks you want to uncover. Cause then it just keeps going in this infinite loop. There's always going to be something you could look at or heal or examine in it. At some point you just got to decide, look, I am still a planet walking or a human walking around planet Earth. I absolutely do have value to add. I know some things for sure. You're not lying about it or being um, like deceptive in any way unless you are lying about it and you're pretending that you know something you don't or that you can help with something that you can't help with. But when you can go with the bare minimum of what you know for sure that you can help and support people with and you commit to doing that, it can be one of the most healing things to help you get out of a funk. And that is what homeroom represented to me was the ability for me to be able to know that no matter what was going on and however funky our schedule was being and if we're having this weird transition of who's on first and who's on second in terms of both parents being in the home for the first time in a long time, I knew at this time, every other week, I was going to be able to show up and give what I've got to help other people on their journeys, to be able to create an opportunity for them to hear themselves think, for them to be able to dissolve resistance on whatever it is that's keeping them from taking action on something that means something to them. That I knew and know for sure is something that I can do, regardless of what may be going on in my personal life. And it was so beautifully valuable to me. I know I say the term mutual inspiration society a lot, but that's the point because it was like, this having this anchor point of homeroom, it was like keeping that part of me alive, even though I didn't have a lot of energy for other businessy things. And I know I was still recording podcasts. Like I look back and I'm like, huh, in my mind, I'd be like, oh yeah, I was off the grid completely. I felt like I was off the grid completely for the most part in these years. I wasn't, but it kind of felt like I was because energetically I wasn't fully there. I was just really there for a handful of people that I was working with through these programs, the first of which, besides Trimester of Awesome, was Homeroom. And that anchor point carried me through to the next year, which then set off a whole new adventure of growth and expansion. We'll talk about that next in 2019, Profit and Loss, because just as I was thinking, okay, now I know what I want to do in business, I had a life-changing conversation with my friends in Sedona, which ended up leading to expanding our family as opposed to expanding my business, which is what I thought was going to be happening next. So home sweet homeroom, let's just reflect on shout out to the power of service 
and the value in taking the focus off our freaking selves and focusing on what we can do to help make life a little easier for other people, because that feels really good, nourishing, important, and necessary. And if you find yourself in a spinny mode or a spinny season, I challenge you to just redirect that focus again in integrity, not from a place of making promises that you can't keep, but what promises can you keep? What can you commit to offering to other people? Because when you do that, you're going to, you can't help but remember and reorient back to who you are. Shout out to members of 2018, 2019 homeroom. I so appreciate you. All right. See you in 2019. Okay. Technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me. And two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60 to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers. And I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself. Hi, my name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.